You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We're going to look at mind wars later on this episode of the Paracast. We're going to find out who's been watching you from the shadows. And that's a new book from Marie Jones and Larry Flaxman. She'll be joining us a little bit later. But first, tell us whether or not she's going to go to Comic-Con this weekend. So we're competing, you see, with that event where tens of thousands of people will show up in San Diego to learn about their favorite comic book characters, learn about the TV shows, learn about the movies. But Chris, you don't care about that stuff. I've never been a big comic book fan. You know, to each their own. I think it's just an excuse for a lot of people to get together and uh, fawn over their favorite stars and dress up in outlandish costumes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I understand that. Of course, right now, a lot of the comic book action is in the movies and on TV. Of course, some of the best grossing movies are comic book movies. On TV, they've got The Flash, they've got The Green Arrow called The Arrow, and they've got Supergirl coming this fall. But you don't care about that stuff. No, I, I don't watch that stuff. How will teach his own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if that's what they're into, then uh, more power to them. I prefer to live in, in you know, I, I like sci-fi. I do. Um, I'm not that crazy about slasher horror. But, uh, you know, I've just never really been that big of a comic book fan. I, I liked uh, Torox, Son of Stone. That that was one that I did read. But that was about Indians and dinosaurs. So I guess, um, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm weird. I'm different. Speaking of Indians, uh, making some headway on the little uh, slides that shall not be mentioned story. By the way, we're going to expand that. The entire case will be the case that shall not be named. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, there there is some headway being made on that front, so... I'm hoping to have some word here in the next day or two. So does that make you eligible for, what is it, $10,000 or 15000 from Jaime Musan? Well, I'm sure I'll have to split it with, who was the guy that did the FOIA request? Uh, something Shepard, I think. Uh, I'll probably end up having to split it with him, but uh, but we'll see. You know, I, it's if, if I do get any sort of remuneration for this from Jaime, which is, you know, tenuous at best, That'll all be plowed right into the camera, uh, San Luis Valley camera project. I think there'll be an excuse there. I think he'll find a way to say, no, this is not it. It's a trick. I just want to get a get a selfie with it. You see, this is it. We've got comic books you don't care about, but you're interested in selfies. Well, I don't do selfies except for with aliens. I have never done a selfie. I probably will never do a selfie. Okay. I mean, you've got a pretty good smartphone now. makes really good selfies. If you ever wanted to try it out. You and the alien, that would be good. Yeah, I think that would be fun, don't you think? You and a selfie. Hmm. I, I would like that. Well, as you know, last week they had the annual festival for the case that shall not be named. And I had lunch with Alejandro Rojas this past Tuesday, and Uh we talked about it a little bit, but it doesn't look as if anything especially new was considered there. And although Carrie and Schmidt were there, he didn't, at least during the limited times he heard their presentations, 
didn't hear anything mentioned about the topic that shall not be named. So maybe they're trying to walk away from it. Those who did attend, though, can correct us because we're talking about one person who attended so many sessions and that was it. And maybe there was something else. Or maybe I should just forget about it. Okay, I forgot about it. (laughs) But just think here, Comic-Con will get, what, 30,000, 50,000 people to show up in San Diego. No UFO convention, even the most popular UFO convention, is going to get more than maybe a 1,000 or two people. But comic books, wow. Maybe we should have a UFO section at Comic-Con? Yeah. Good luck with that. You see, you have to look at where things are. You see, when I was a kid, they called comic books joke books, even if they didn't have jokes. I collected some pretty good ones at the time. I had some early issues of Spider-Man, even of Archie comics from the 1940s. And if I had a, any sense about what they'd be worth, and I had them in good condition too, I would have kept them or sold them and would have made tens and tens of thousands of dollars. But I didn't know. Oh, well. That's what you get for not not saving them. That's right, you see. We suffer from this. Indeed. It's it's the biggest business now. A-list actors want to be comic book heroes. No. Well, again, I went and saw (laughs) the, the, the movie Thor last year, and it was like, you know, lame. So to you, Thor was a thud. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't like that, Thor. Right? I think Captain America was well done. But Thor, I just didn't like that much. I thought it's something that really requires a specialized taste. A lot of it's happening in this other world, Asgard. Whereas, at least in the other movies, they'll destroy New York City, do something practical. <laughs> I saw the, the original Iron Man. I thought uh, that was okay. I mean, it was, you know, I saw it on, on video, but, you know, it was fun. I, I think Robert Downey Jr. did a good job, even though he was slightly miscast. I thought he, he uh, rose to the occasion. Well, he owns the role now. I mean, there's a point here where he's now 50 years old and he's going to have to give that up. At yeah. that point, who do they pick to replace him? How can they replace him? But the real interesting movie, I think, was Man of Steel, the Superman reboot. Because at the end of the movie, General Zod and Superman destroy half of Metropolis. And people have had to die. So how could Superman be a hero if he causes all that destruction? I think we're losing listeners left and right. (laughs) You think so? I think we'll get more. Remember now, 10 or 20 times as many people go to comic book conventions as UFO conventions. I know. Well, we're not going to be talking UFOs today. Maybe, maybe we'll briefly, the subject will come up, but uh, I guess this is one of our rare episodes that we uh, venture off the reservation, so to speak, and start uh, tackling other cogent and important subjects. I think the only problem I have with this book is not that the book isn't well-written, because Marie Jones and Larry Flaxman do a great job putting this together. But the back cover is so difficult to read. You've got dark red 
shading here, banner, dark red with thin white type, barely read it. Then you've got something in what kind of a turquoise blue where it's headed, who has been messing with our minds. And I would subtitle that who's been messing with our eyes because I can't read it. I'm looking at this thing. I cannot read this. No, I, I'm having no problems. Of course, I've got very good eyesight close up. I don't need glasses to read. So I have it, the reading glasses on. Looks fine to me. I can read it all. Well, I can get through the white type on the dark red. Well, you can't judge a book by its back cover. I certainly hope so. That's true, by the way. It happens to be a good book. And it's not yes. a long read. It's maybe 238 pages with the back cover matter and the index. And I read it in a single sitting. Sure. I mean, it's fairly large type. It is something, two, three hours you get through this book. It's really well done. Yeah. And nowadays, of course, we have to think more about mind control. Just as the other week on an episode of After the Powercast, you and I were talking about subliminal advertising, which is technically illegal, but of course, we assume it happens. We assume that in a motion picture theater, when you lust for popcorns because they're sending that quiet message, right now I'm getting a quiet message too. That message says we have to break. Very quiet message. With Gene and Chris, Marie Jones coming up, you're in the Paracast. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TECHNIGHTOWL for a special discount. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. It's very easy to be a criminal. All you need to burglarize a home is one simple household tool, a pair of scissors. If your home security system can be compromised by a criminal using scissors, then you're making it easy for them. Almost every home security system, even those sold by big name companies, has a weakness. The phone line. You shell out 1500 bucks, get locked into a long-term contract, and think you're safe. But a burglar can destroy your alarm in seconds with one snip. And when a burglar cuts your phone line, you you're defenseless. Simply Safe Home Security is the smarter choice. Built by Harvard engineers, Simply Safe uses a wireless connection to call the cops. Scissors can't cut it, and that means your home stays safe. 24/7 professional monitoring is under $15 a month with no contract. Simply Safe Home Security keeps you safer than the other guys for half the cost. Protect your home with the alarm you can trust. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafedefense.com now for an exclusive 10% offer. That's simplysafedefense.com. Quantitative easing, unemployment at depression levels. 
Europe financial system falling apart, China getting out of U.S. treasuries. At the end of 2008, the time of TARP, the national debt was at 11 trillion gold, trading around $850 per ounce. Close to 2012, the national debt exceeded 16.4 trillion, gold doubled to $1,600 per ounce. The 20 trillion threshold for the national debt is inevitable. Politicians in Washington have a ferocious appetite for spending and stimulus. What's worse, a printing press to finance. A hundred years ago, we had a gold standard to limit this madness, but now you have to adopt your own gold standard. Don't be fooled with paper promises. Get Midas Resources 10 Reasons to Buy Gold free by calling 800-686-2237. Understanding the gold and silver market may be the only insurance you could have to avoiding the next economic crisis. Call 1-800-686-2237 and order your free copy. Again, that's 800-686-2237. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Okay, we're going to look at your mind and we're going to take over with subliminal advertising. No, we're not. But we are going to have Marie Jones, who is co-author of Mind Wars, subtitled, Who's Been Watching You from the Shadows. You know, you have to emphasize the word, the shadows. But before we get to that, Marie, welcome back to the Powercast. We're always glad to have you on. Now, you're planning this weekend maybe to go to Comic-Con. I'm going to have to go one day at least because I've... I have strict orders to look for very specific action figures and <laughs> for my son. But yeah, I, I've been going for years and it's a pain in the butt, <laughs> let me tell you. But if you don't go, you really regret it. I mean, it, it, it really is an, a jaw-dropping spectacle. And I go for my, for my writing. I'm moving into a lot of fiction. I'm actually pitching um, TV series now with my manager and a TV agent. I started out writing fiction, believe it or not. So I'm go I told them I'm going for recon and I can write everything off on my taxes. Um, so it's really fun for me because as a writer and as a fan, I'm, I'm a total geek. I'm in awe the whole time I'm there. My jaw's on the floor and I'm, I feel like a six-year-old kid just looking at all the cool stuff and the comic books, the graphic novels, film, TV, not, you, know, you name it, video games. I'm just such a geek. 
I think Chris is going to be out of this discussion because he's not a comic book fan. But you and I are comic book geeks. So tell me now, let's just emphasize quickly, and we'll get to the mind wars in a moment, folks, if you're not into comic books and things. Last year, it was Marvel. This year, DC is making a big push. Batman v Superman, where they go off against each other. And the the Supergirl (laughs) TV show. And I saw an unofficial copy of the pilot of Supergirl. And I think this girl who plays Supergirl is just great. Yeah, she is. She looks great. I'll tell you something funny. My very first car when I was 15 was an orange Volvo sedan. My license plate read Supergirl. (laughs) So how funny is that? From what I hear, there are a number of more mid-level comic book companies that are just really putting out all the stops to IDW and Dark Horse. And what's really funny is for several years, Comic-Con sort of became more about film and TV. But the last few years, there's been a real increase in popularity of actual comic books and graphic novels and illustrated novels. And it's so cool now to see a lot more bodies in that part of the big exhibition hall where they used to be, you know, it was like crickets. You only had the diehard collectors there. And a lot of times now you go look at the comic books and you're getting a taste of what may end up becoming the next TV series or the next movie franchise, because a lot of it starts out, you know, with other properties, comic books and graphic novels being very popular. So it's just a whole lot of fun. Remember, the concept of Men in Black, that went to a graphic comic book and then became three films. Yeah, with Will The Smith. Walking Dead. Come on. I mean, <laughs> there's obviously, you know, a big market for this stuff. So it's really fun to go and see what's hot now, but also kind of get a little glimpse of what's going to be hot in the years to come. Well, you and I are going to talk off the air about this. Maybe I'll get you on my tech show next week and we'll talk about Comic-Con and have some fun. Right. But you see, it's not for kids anymore, folks. You know, when I was a kid, these were joke books. And when they made movies of comic book heroes, they were B-movies and they had washed up actors who went to TV. Like, remember George Reeves, who played Superman in the 50s? He was a washed up actor who had no Hollywood career except for low-end movies. And he became the biggest, highest paid performer on TV. From Superman. So just think about that. Now, of course, you have A-list actors who become superheroes. Yeah, I think the whole superhero, the mythology or or that symbol, uh, it's just so universal and it speaks to the the part of us that wants to be a superhero. I don't see it dying out in popularity, although I think some of the different franchises may sort of run the course soon, but you always have new and upcoming stuff. And it's really exciting to kind of go and say, oh, wow, that looks really good. And then a year or two later, you see it just exploding in the marketplace. And remember, the S on Superman's and Supergirl's costumes, it's not an S. Okay. I heard, I know, it's like, what? (laughs) Superman fans everywhere knew that, but newbies were, huh? What is it? It's the family crest for the House of L. If you wanted to know you care, let's do something here we care about, okay? you got a new book out here. As far away from comic books as you can get. As far away possibly from UFOs as you can get, although I think there's a connection. Mind Wars, who's been watching you from the shadows? <laughs> I'm sorry I had to do that. Spooky, huh? <laughs> Real spooky, okay. Every time we look at something like this, or I do, the first thing that comes to mind is there were two versions of this movie based on a novel, The Manchurian Candidate, right. where this military guy 
is brainwashed. So he gets a phone call and they say certain words. He becomes completely subservient to the orders of his victors or his people who own his mind. He can go off and kill somebody. And then, of course, we had the story. At one time that Sirhan Sirhan, who had killed Robert Kennedy, may have been under some kind of mind control when he did it because allegedly he had no memory of it. Yeah, so, and he still insists to this day and has continued. I mean, he's never wavered from his insistence that he just had no clue what he was doing. And you'll hear that a lot. At the, there's something called shooter syndrome where a lot of these mass killings or assassinations, some of them are just exactly what they are. You know, some things just are what they appear to be on the surface. But sometimes these people act in ways that will sort of suggest that maybe they were not operating of their own volition. And of course, the conspiracy crowd likes to associate it with MKUltra, which is what the Manchurian candidate was really about. Uh, And it's hard to prove. It's hard to prove or disprove who was behind these people or what their real motives were. They could have just been stone cold crazy, but who knows? Well, one thing that that, um, I didn't know reading the book, uh, Marie, and and that was about Ted Kaczynski. I had no idea the Unabomber had a history as a child of some shadowy program that may or may not have been related to his later uh, antisocial behavior. Yeah, and you know what's interesting is that I didn't know any of this either, and that was what was so fun about writing this book for Larry and I, is we had some exposure to these topics, of course, because of the fields that we're in in the previous books that we've written. And um, Larry works for Homeland Security, believe it or not, in cybersecurity, and he knows so much about surveillance. And so we had a lot of experience and background and interest and, and a real passion for this stuff, but we never kind of thought years ago we'd be writing about it. And so we're doing all this research just going, whoa, you know, whoa, one whoa after another. And it really, and even, the, you know, the UFO connection, and it really opened our minds to how, you know, not every conspiracy theory is a joke. Basically, we're talking about where there's smoke, there's often fire or the beginning of a fire or the end of a fire. We'll have some kind of fire coming if we don't break now. Oh, absolutely. We might be fired. (laughs) But they fired Donald Trump. Listen, we have Marie Jones with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Not just an alternative to the mainstream media. We're the premier independent talk radio network. We are GCN. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com.
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Hi, this is Walt Augustinowitz. I'm the founder and CEO of ID Stronghold. By now you've heard our commercials about wallets that protect you from electronic pickpocketing. Ten years ago, I created a way to protect my own cards from prying eyes after government officials started talking about issuing a national ID card with a built-in radio chip called RFID. I felt having to broadcast my personal information was an invasion of privacy. Soon after, it was also announced that credit cards, debit cards, U.S. passports, hotel room keys, and even transit passes would all soon incorporate RFID. It was then I formed ID Stronghold to share my inventions in blocking RFID signals with the world. There are a lot of misconceptions out there today about RFID. I encourage everyone to get informed and get protected. Please go to IDStronghold.com and get the facts and the wallets, sleeves, or badge holders you need to protect your personal financial data. You'll be pleasantly surprised that through our direct sales model, you won't pay more than other comparable unprotected wallets. It is as though the protection is free. Visit IDStronghold.com today. Hey neighbor, what are you doing digging? You had a heart attack last year. Oh, I know. I was told no more hard labor. Then why are you digging? Well, I've been taking Extendivite. It's been approved to help my heart. Extendivite? Is that a new drug? No, not a drug. It's uh, more like an herbal combination made from garlic and cayenne. Herbal? How can that help? Well, actually, we've taken herbs for thousands of years, and Extendivite is doing the job for me. Does your doctor know about Extendivite? Yeah, my doctor knows, and he said it seems to be working for you, so don't stop taking it. I feel great taking Extendivite. I don't want to stop. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with you're fired. According to the Small Business Administration, 75% of small businesses plan to eliminate jobs or reduce workers' hours to part-time. You're fired. According to Gallup, the unemployment rate recently jumped to nearly 9%, and the underemployment rate hit a staggering 17.9%. You're fired. One out of three young adults and one out of two recent college graduates are underemployed. Hello, I'm Keith Abel, a pharmacist and a home business entrepreneur. In 2011, I became one of those statistics myself. Instead of looking for another job in corporate America, I joined Dr. Joel Wallet, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. We're creating steady incomes for ourselves and would like to show you how to do the same. If you want to supplement your current income, replace your income, so you don't have to become one of the statistics, then give me a call toll-free at 866-257-3105. 866-257-3105. You're fired. Don't wait till you hear those words. Start creating an extra income today. 866-257-3105. This is Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So is it possible some of these conspiracies about mind control and things like that 
are not just fanciful, but based on fact. That's certainly a topic being explored by Marie Jones and Larry Flaxman in the new book, Mind Wars. And let's go into the beginnings of this here. What attracted you to the subject? I mean, I brought out Manchurian Candidate and Sirhan Sirhan as such obvious influences, but what was your influence with you and Larry getting started on this? It's sort of a many-pronged <laughs> approach. Basically, Larry and I having a discussion of what do we want to work on next, combined with um, a guy that I was dating at the time who owned a conspiracy bookstore and runs a TV show and radio show. And so we were discussing this a lot. And just, again, our own interest. And I think also a desire to break away a little bit from what we had been doing, which was paranormal metaphysics and sort of branch out a little. So it was a number of things that came together. We wanted to approach this subject as objectively as we could. And hopefully we did a good job of that because it is real easy. When you say the words mind control, somebody's going to say, oh, yeah, it's just a bunch of conspiracy crap. And we really wanted to show, well, no, this is, first of all, it's a part of our history. It's a documented part of our history. But it's also, and this is the most fascinating thing for me, a part of human behavior. We engage in mind control and behavior modification and manipulation techniques with each other all the time. And a lot of those techniques are the same things that the government is doing or, you know, the secret society or some cult may be doing to its members. And I think that really was sort of mind-blowing to realize that this is a really fundamental part of human nature, the the, the desire to control the thoughts and behaviors of someone else. Yeah, look at 35 hours on average of television watching and millions upon millions of um, Americans walking around in a state of waking coma. And the subject of mind control becomes very, very, uh, I think, important and should be a front burner issue in a lot of people's minds. Exactly. And I totally agree with you. Maybe we were thinking of ourselves as a little bit of crusaders like if we could get a book out that's a little more mainstream maybe it'll wake some people up you know we still run into that sort of knee-jerk reaction from people that oh this is just the stuff of movies and tv shows and x-files and you know along with your contract did new page also uh offer you uh some sort of security personnel to protect your your hineys no No, they didn't and you know i will tell you neither one of us has had any issues the only book that i ever wrote where I had death threats was my first book, and that was Science. And I think we might have talked about that book years ago, P-S-I-E-N-C-E, which was about quantum physics and the paranormal. And I wrote that alone. I hadn't met Larry yet. I got so many death threats from the religious fundamentalist community, I guess you could say, because in the book I was sort of equating different scientific principles with godly powers, And I actually had to talk to the FBI and Larry, actually, when I did meet him later, he was able to help me too, because still I was getting emails with threats from these extremists. And we've written about a lot of different unusual things. And I thought for sure this book was going to get me trouble or Larry even more so, but we've had no problem. The thing is, we're not writing about anything that isn't provable or 
Yeah, it has a paper trail. You know, like the, the, the church committee. I mean, it's a classic example of exactly. uh, Richard Helms. Uh, we were talking about MK Ultra. Richard Helms destroyed tens of thousands of documents, but he missed some. And, of yep. course, Frank Church was able to <laughs> dig them up. And you did a good job in the book of pointing out the importance of that uh, revelation. Can you imagine what he destroyed? I mean, I've seen some of the documents that the Freedom of Information Act managed to dig out, but I can't even imagine what got destroyed and what we will, witnesses that may still be alive, because a lot of the victims of MKUltra were sort of brought in when they were children. So they're, you know, they're still around. They're still experiencing PTSD and what have you. But it's like the UFO arena. So much has been kept from the public and you know everybody's screaming about disclosure um but with this subject matter i just it's just so sinister to do something like that <laughs> obviously you're hiding some guilt yeah, you know spe- especially characters like sydney gottlieb who was the head of the army chemical corps yeah just some of the stories i've heard uh, through the grapevine about his activities are just i mean the stuff of of nightmares literally yeah. and you know i mean if you think about the basis we brought these Nazis over after World War II, and we we treated them like royalty so that we could learn not just their technology and scientific achievements and advancements, but their torture methods and their mind control techniques, a lot of which was incorporated into MKUltra. This is just such a black mark on American history that a lot of people still think is a TV movie, is the stuff of fiction, I very recently got to finally see Conspiracy Theory with Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts and was blown away to find out that it was about an MK Ultra survivor who was having flashbacks and was incredibly well made and it talked about his triggers. It was a fantastic movie that I had never bothered to watch before. So there still is, I think, a lot of resistance to admitting that, wow, this stuff is really out there and it's happened to us already and it still is happening. Well, the question I guess I would have here is we see things like this happening, experiments in mind control. How serious does it get? Yikes. (laughs) Well, I mean, if we go back to MKUltra and you want to talk about the documents that were made public, we're talking everything from physical sexual, psychological abuse to torture, sensory food, water deprivation, the use of hypnosis in conjunction with drugs and other methods to alter behavior, literally the destruction of personalities in order to create what are called alter personalities, one of which might be an assassin and and one of which might be the one that forgets everything, like in the case of Sirhan Sirhan, you might have someone who literally hears a trigger word or phrase and the assassin personality takes over. Once that personality has done its job, then it's almost like, you know, the mission impossible where it self-destructs and um, just all kinds of awful things. And a lot of it done on children. This, this involved orphanages, mental institutions, prisons, unwed mother homes, um, colleges, universities, hospitals, and very little of it was voluntary. So in other words, a lot of the victims and subjects had no idea. They were probably incapacitated to the point they had no idea they were being used as guinea pigs. And the ones that did probably had no choice. If you think about prisoners, uh, 
Whitey Bulger was also an MKUltra victim. And he willingly, when he was in prison, he's the Irish mobster that Johnny Depp is going to be playing in an upcoming movie. <laughs> Talk about how fiction, you know, likes to mirror fact. Um, he actually volunteered when he was in jail to get lesser jail time. And he took part in an experiment that involved an alleged Alzheimer's drug. And he, now this is a, a tough, hardened, vicious criminal. And he was quoted by one of his cellmates as saying that it was just, it was a nightmare. It was an ongoing nightmare. Let me remind you that we have a second radio show for you to listen to. It's not just the Paracast, it's after the Paracast. Now, after the Paracast features color commentary about the show and other subjects, special features, special exclusive interviews, and a lot more. Like, for example, we continued our recent interview with Nick Redfern on After the Paracast, so you got even more incredible stories with regard to his recent book about conspiracies. To learn more about it, we invite you to go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com, learn about our premium service, The Paracast Plus. We're looking at Mind Wars from Marie Jones and Larry Flaxman. More to come. We're going to take over your mind. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. A little right, a little left, but always independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network, GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. As if chlorine in our water weren't bad enough, now they're adding ammonia? It's true. Some municipalities are now adding ammonia plus chlorine to your water supply. It's a disinfectant called chloramine. But with a trusted Big Berkey water filter, you can keep chloramine out of your water. New NSF EPA certified lab tests show EPA Berkey water filters remove chloramines, pharmaceuticals, BPA, pesticides, bacteria and viruses, all forms of fluoride, and much more. Big Berkey water filters are the original and most trusted on the market. The gold standard in water purification. And our filters last for years at less than two cents per gallon. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get your Big Berkey today. Call 1-877-99-BERKEY or click BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water.
We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today, complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231, and the Berkey Guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey Light, the Berkey Guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey Guy at 1 877 886 3653. That's 1 877 886 3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just 19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV this is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. You hear Chris O'Brien's hypnotic voice, or something like that, or somnambulant voice. We haven't decided yet. You know, I remember back in the 90s, there were a number of women that came forward that had stories that were so over the top and so unbelievable. And of course, I could start throwing names out there like Kathy O'Brien. Right. It's kind of hard for me to forget that name. And also Arizona Wilder was another one. That, and there were a number of them that were making claims of high public officials being involved in, in all sorts of nefarious, deviant behavior whether it be drug use, um, pedophilia. I mean, some of the allegations were just so over-the-top sounding that it was very difficult, I think, for most people to wrap their heads around the, even the possibility that these claims were true. However, the more we know about how the upper echelons of power <laughs> tend to feel like they're t- completely Teflon, it becomes Less and less unbelievable, I think, as time goes on. You were very careful in how you and Larry were very careful in how you presented some of the information, and you did not get into some of the salacious details. Where do you come down on some of those claims? This it's hard. It's very tough because you don't want to say that somebody is lying or misinterpreting what happened to them or making it up. You don't want to say they're lying at the same time. You don't want to believe everything they say. It's really hard to do. If somebody can present 
more uh, circumstantial, to call it circumstantial evidence, because really, you know, it's not proof. Uh, it wouldn't stand up in court. But the more dots somebody can connect, the more inclined I am as a writer to maybe not believe the entire story, but think that they are telling partial truths, possibly. The problem with MK Ultra and the people that were experimented on is a lot of it involved psychological manipulation, the use of drugs, and altered their personalities, not just temporarily, but permanently. And it may very well be that they were programmed, just as the way a cult leader programs his, his or her members, to retain certain memories or to think something happened that didn't, uh, for disinformation, for misinformation, what whatever it may be. It's very difficult. We wanted to present these people. We wanted to get the information out, leave it to readers to go dig in and read their books. You know, Kathleen Sullivan has a great book called Unshackled, um, Carol Rutz, A Nation Betrayed. Read these books. They get into the heavy-duty stuff. I think you have to use some level of discernment, but having worked in the UFO field for as long as I did, I can tell you that there are a lot of people who are frauds. There are a lot of people who just want attention. There are a lot of people who had something happen, but they don't know how to correctly interpret it. And there are a lot of people that are telling the dang truth. And it is up to us to try to figure out what's what. And it's hard. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard. And I actually appreciate you saying that we did a, a decent job of not riding either side of the fence because... Well, you didn't sensationalize it. I think, uh, as you stated at the beginning of our show here, you, you really, and, and I agree that you accomplished this, you really attempted to the best of your abilities to be as objective as possible. And, and that's we one try. thing that comes through <laughs> very clear in the book because this, you know, you're tiptoeing through some, some minefields here with some of the information. Now, let's, let's kind of bring this back to the beginning. I didn't get a real good sense of when we really first started to manipulate people with an agenda. Of course, the post-World War II period uh, springs to mind, as you mentioned, Operation Paperclip, bringing the Nazi scientists over. We brought Japanese scientists over uh, with bacteriological uh, expertise. But do we have any indication of even earlier attempts at modifying behavior for a particular agenda by the government prior to World War II? You know, if you talk, talk about history before that, it may not so much have been the government as it was religious figures, um, certainly throughout the Middle Ages. You know, it, our, our ancient ancestors had their own ways of doing this, and they used ritual. It was a very powerful tool. Um, especially right, in the Inquisition, uh, it was trying to root out all this stuff. <laughs> you know, the funny thing was, is we didn't really realize that we were going to be writing about torture because I never thought that was a method of mind control, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> it is a behavioral modification. I mean, literally when you torture somebody, what are you trying to do? You're trying to break them down, get them to either confess to something they did or didn't do, or get them to join your, uh, crusade, whether you believe in it or not. So we started to see how torture and ritual were used prior to the more modern techniques that started maybe around World War One, And even before that, I mean, let's go back to primitive times. I would suggest that we have been doing this to each other since the first day humans ever walked the earth. Because again, it's such a part of our behavior 
to want to control other people, to want to change their behavior and their thoughts. So their raw definition here is any effort to persuade people to believe something or to do something is some form of mind control. And mind wars then would be something where you want them to do something bad? I think what the title suggests more is the fact that there are other forces at war to try to tell us what to think and what to believe and how to behave. Most people go through life not even thinking about what they're thinking about. So we're always at war with other influences instead of operating off of our own thoughts and our own behaviors and actions that come from a much deeper source. I think a lot of us have probably forgot how to do that. Um, So that's kind of where the title comes into play. But certainly the fact that we now have corporations and, and government and private parties vying to tell us what to buy, what to consume, what to do, what to wear, how to behave. You know, it's just everywhere. It's a constant bombardment of control for your mind and your thoughts. But when does it transfer from simple persuasion? Buy this detergent, buy the new iPhone, buy the new Samsung Galaxy to something that has a potentially evil impact. It's hard to say because we don't always, you know, there's a lot of speculation as to the motives behind keeping and this kind of gets into to the conspiracy theory end of things, but there are a lot of people that believe that we're purposely being distracted so that we don't pay attention to what's going on around us. And, and I don't know if that's true or not. It, it sounds reasonable. I mean, if you want to keep the populace going according to the status quo, what, a better, what better way to do that than to keep them distracted with gadgets and whatnots and things that occupy their time and their minds? Hmm. Obviously, if certainly if people are occupied at something they don't see or they fail to see something that's going on about them that might be important. So you could say mind control here is a form of misdirection. Oh, oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's um, distracting. It's, yeah, it's institutionalized distracting. Yeah, I heard a wonderful phrase. Um, a journalist said it's astroturfing. And I thought, oh, that's kind of a cool phrase. Because AstroTurf is fake grass. So, you know, you put out all this, you you try to get people to focus on the fake stuff, and they don't even realize after a while that they're standing on AstroTurf and not real grass. I thought that was kind of a clever way to put it. Yeah, I think um, the media does that a lot by putting out stories about who Taylor Swift is dating and then not putting out stories about things that really are are affecting us or that would make us very angry you know just sort of picking and choosing what we call news i mean news is not news anymore news is somebody else deciding what you have you have to go up the food chain a little bit on that and point out that uh you know we have an incredible consolidation of corporate power that is totally you know the media is totally uh, owned lock stock and barrel by six corporations and Once you consolidate power in that regard, you're going to be uh, dictating a lot of, uh, you know, editorializing and in the slant of things. Yeah, and also who's paying for the advertising. And I was um, here in California, they just passed a law uh, for forced vaccinations for children, which 
I am totally against. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm an informed vaxxer. But one of the things that we found out, the activist groups, is how many millions of dollars Merck and other um, vaccine manufacturers were, were giving to the politicians, and this included Democrats and Republicans who voted for it, but also the commercials and there were times I'd be watching a show and there'd be three or four pro-vaccine commercials and not one counterpoint. And I see that. I'm aware of it now. As a writer, I've been aware of that for a long time. Let's do our break here because I want to cover okay. this. We've got Marie Jones. The book is Mind Wars with Gene and Chris in The Paracast. We are the premier independent talk radio network. The Genesis Communications Network. G-C-N. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Did you know that drinking pure, high-alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Chris is under some sort of mind control. It's not MK Ultra. Too much coffee? <laughs> it's too much coffee. It's coffee control. All right, so you're talking about here the campaign for vaccination. And you see that, of course, the drug manufacturers want it not because it's helping people, it's because it's helping their bottom line. So that's what you object to. You're not objecting to the vaccination in theory. You're objecting to the way it's being done to enhance someone's bottom line. Right. And also the fact that, you know, there have been thousands of people who have died or been 
grievously injured from vaccines that cannot be vaccinated with everything. Um, and they're not telling you who's financing all of this. And they're not telling you that just recently the government pretty much lifted all liability from vaccine manufacturers for vaccine injuries and deaths, which means that they have carte blanche now to put out anything they want. I mean, we're not learning all of the pieces of the puzzle. They're putting out stories about, oh, this woman just died of the measles. No, she died of pneumonia. She didn't die, you know, and and now I see all of the pieces because having written this book and others, I've become pretty observant. Um, but most people only hear what the media, t- what Dr. Oz or what the media, t- and it could be vaccines, it could be anything. It could be GMOs, it could be fluoride in your water, what have you. Well, and also mood-altering drugs, my God. Oh, we my are gosh, the that's most- even worse. That's even worse, yeah. And- yeah, Prozac, Xanax, all, all these mood stabilizers are in effect a very large program of societal and mind control. Behavioral control, absolutely. And I used to always think that this was BS. I I just was, I'm still an optimist at heart, but I always thought, oh, please, come on, you know, that if you keep the populace numbed and dumbed, (laughs) you can control them a lot easier. Now, we know, we know that the vast majority of wealth and power in this country, if not the entire planet, is in the hands of a very small group of people. And we know that every time that power and authority is challenged, there is huge backlash against the populace. So once you become aware of that pattern, you really start to see more the manipulation. But again, we still have, I think, a majority of people who would rather not think about it because it's, it's scary not own up to it because then it might make them responsible for their own behavior or changing their behavior. I don't know. I guess fear is probably the prime reason why people want to just believe what they're told. It's a lot easier to believe what you're told than to do some research and think for yourself. And we see this on social networking every day where somebody passes around a fake news story and everybody's reacting as if it's real because nobody bothers to take the 10 minutes to click on the link and read it and realize that it's satire. My my favorite one was the picture of Abraham Lincoln and it said, you cannot believe everything you read on the internet signed Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Those poor guys that are no longer, and women that are no longer with us. And uh, I think I've seen Tesla quotes that I tried so hard to track to him that he never said, and it's whatever. People just want to believe what they want to believe. Yeah. Or, Or the Albert Einstein quote, when he was asked, what's it like being the world's smartest man? He said, go ask Tesla. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I've yeah, never been able to find that one either. Come on. <laughs> now, what we're looking here is at things that really tend to have a benign effect, have silly messages on Twitter and stuff like that. But let's look at something that has a serious effect. So do you at all feel that the authorities are doing Manchurian candidate sort of tricks where they take assassins, activate them with some kind of command? And, of course, we have Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, that movie. Right. Every time there is a mass shooting, I have friends in the deep in the conspiracy field that I call them conspiracy extremists because to them, everything is a conspiracy. And I feel kind of like the truth is in the middle. You know, you have people that say, oh, no, everything is just what it is. You'll have people that say everything is, is a conspiracy. But I think I speak for Larry on this as well. 
I feel like it's the truth is in the middle. The truth is in the center and that there's a little bit of both at play. I think that in the case of some events, there certainly is, and again, I'm going to say the phrase because I love it so much because it's so applicable. There's enough circumstantial evidence to show that the government, either ours or somebody else's, was complicit, that you know maybe a, a corporate backing helped something happen, that something was a false flag, that possibly one of the one or two of these mass shooters was under some kind of manipulation but that manipulation could have been drugs you know pharmaceuticals um, I know a lot of these guys were on all kinds of different things it's so hard to say without proof because when you start to talk about this stuff you you know people are gonna say you're crazy right if you even suggest that Adam Lanza or the Sandy Hook shootings or uh, James Holmes, the Aurora Theater shootings, that maybe they were under some kind of manipulative mind control to bring about a certain reaction from the public. People will say you're crazy. But when there's weird little details that come up, you can't ignore them. You know, sometimes there really is more to the story than meets the eye. How about looking at some of those details? What things about these cases make it look as if something more is involved? You know, there's always going to be somebody that starts digging the second something like this happens. Now, I know, you know, for the the people that I think lean more heavily towards deep conspiracy, maybe I'll say that instead of conspiracy extremists, we're talking about how a lot of these um, shooter scenarios occur that the government is enacting them and hiring actors to play the victims. And, oh, you can see this this woman was at Sandy Hook, but she was also at the Boston Marathon bombing. And that these are all being done to bring about something. And one of the things you hear the most is to bring about gun control. Gun control, yeah. But what I found interesting is that every time one of these things happen, gun sales skyrocket. So I could turn around and say, maybe the NRA is behind them. Because every time something happens, gun sales go through the roof. More states enact open carry laws. So you get into these weird rabbit hole arguments with people. So I tend to try to step back a little. I want to see what some of the more serious conspiracy theorists are saying. And, you know, like the case with James Holmes, I mean, if you look at him, he looks like he's crazy. Now, does that mean he's under government control? Maybe not. Maybe. Um, but, there, you know, he had such access to, to weapons and all kinds of links to uh, his own training in the neuroscience field. And Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the guy was involved in. Yeah, uh, heavy. I mean, he had a full uh, scholarship, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, at a very uh, prestigious academic institution to to study the brain. Yeah, and he sort of kind of fell apart. We don't know why for sure. We don't know why somebody who was in a position where they had such an understanding of the brain and, and neuroscience and how it works decided to, you know, turn around the next day and go shoot up a theater full of people. It, it, it's just creepy. Now, in the case of Adam Lanza with the Sandy Hook shootings, his father was linked to a big uh, financial scandal involving the London Interbank offered rate, LIBOR, if anybody's ever heard of that. And 
Peter Lanz actually did a lot of interviews afterwards, and a lot of these links came out later. But I think by then, you know, it was probably too late for the public to pay attention. They had already pegged him as just being a crazy guy who shot up in elementary school. Well, uh, what, what was the uh, the conspiracy el- uh, angle on this? What would be the motivation to, to silence him because he was supposed to testify? Yeah, he was. He supposedly had some. Like, he was going to whistleblow, or he had some inside information about how they um, fraudulently adjust the rates. Yeah, I, I don't understand finance at, at all. But apparently, he understood that there was something with the banks in London that if you inflate rates or deflate them at a certain amount, then People can profit from trading. Yeah, and and now to me, does that seem like a reason to get that guy's son to go shoot up a school? I I don't know. I think I would go after Peter Lanza. Let's continue with that. We will the, with Murray Jones and Gene and Chris. You're in the podcast. <laughs> Is there a secret UFO agenda? Do strange creatures from the darkest corners of the mind roam the earth? Is there evidence for mind control, time travel, or devious government conspiracies? Find out the inside scoop on the latest conspiracies, paranormal activity, and Freudian phenomena when you subscribe to Tim Beckley's Conspiracy Journal. It's jam-packed with stories, special book and DVD promotions, And the best news, it's absolutely free, sent right to your mailbox. Plus, a bonus free email newsletter sent out every Friday. Simply send an email with your name and address to MrUFO at WebTV.net. That's MrUFO at WebTV.net. Find out what they don't want you to know. The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, now, just imagine, there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercials. Just like the one you're listening to right now. No other network provides the level of customer service we do. When it comes to radio advertising, we are your one-stop shop. And no matter how big or small your business is, we can help. Email us at advertise at GCNlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. 
Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. For over five years, you've been hearing about the Berkey guy, so you may know a few things about him. For example, you are well aware of the superior quality and effectiveness of Berkey water filters and accessories. But did you know the Berkeys have had independent lab tests done to prove just how effective they are? It's true, and he can email you the test results. Just visit GoBerkey.com. You may also know that the Berkey guy has helped tens of thousands of people get better prepared. Now here's something you may not know. GoBerkey.com has amazing specials and deals all the time on a wide variety of survival and preparedness products. Most ready to ship same day. Visit the Berkey guy at GoBerkey.com and be sure to click the red Products on Sale Now button. You can always call toll-free 877-886-3653. Again, that's 877-886-3653. GoBerkey.com, home of the Berkey guy. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Chris O'Brien this week, ladies and gentlemen, is under mind control. So we have no way of predicting what he's going to do. In anticipation of the book, Mind Wars. Marie Jones, please continue. Yeah, so we were talking about how when these events happen, the Boston Marathon bombing or or these mass shootings, you know, there's always a contingency that immediately says that there's some kind of conspiracy on behalf of the government or maybe a particular organization or corporation. Sometimes you find really interesting links, but it doesn't always make sense enough to me. I like things to make sense. To, you know, because I also understand somebody who's written a lot about the brain and psychology and human behavior that people do go nuts. And a lot of times they pick up a bunch of guns and they go, you know, they project their inward hatred and self-loathing and, and anger outward. And that is actually something else that we wrote about in the beginning of the book. We talked about narcissistic personality disorder, or sociopaths, psychopathy, and how even in just our ordinary human interactions these kinds of things happen. Domestic violence, abuse of women and children, and even men. All of this involves some of the same concepts that somebody just snaps and lashes out violently at other people. It doesn't always mean that they were set up or there is some kind of stooge or Lee Harvey Oswald that they're, you know, a patsy or something. But sometimes it might. Now, we know from the past, looking at Lee Harvey Oswald, looking at Sirhan Sirhan's total commitment to the fact that he didn't remember doing what he did, you know, maybe this stuff really is still going on. MKUltra supposedly ended in the mid-1970s, but I can't imagine that it really ended. I think it probably morphed into a number of really deep black programs with different names that, you know, we probably don't even know about. You also mentioned in the book, because of uh, U.S. law, that some of this research was actually conducted in Canada uh, yeah. for legal purposes. And nice, huh? 
you know, in some of these uh, rendition centers uh, that happened during uh, the, the, the Gulf War, where they would fly, the CIA would fly unmarked flights to various countries and go ahead and, and waterboard people and torture them outside of the U.S. so they wouldn't fall under U.S. law. So some of this definitely goes on uh, in a way that seems pretty shady. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can get real paranoid <laughs> when you get, like I said, when you go down the rabbit hole. I think a lot of people, and myself included to some extent, we like to think the best of, of people. And that includes the people that make up our quote-unquote government. Are they really that evil? Are they really that sinister? No, I don't think as an entire entity that that is true. But I certainly, certainly think that there are people, groups within the government, within our military. You know, there are corporate executives that that are capable of this because of their own desire, their greed, their ego, their whatever, their desire to keep the status quo where, you know, they're the 1%, we're the 99. I think that those people definitely exist, but I don't want to make any kind of blanket statements about the government as a whole. I don't think every single senator and congressperson knows about this stuff. Yeah, oh, you would hope not. I mean, there's no hope for us if, if they no. do. One thing I saw on the internet uh, that I really appreciated was somebody had a group of senators standing in front of a microphone and their suits all had logos from all the corporations that have donated no, to their campaigns no, in the past, like kind of like NASCAR racers. Yeah. And wouldn't it be cool if, if all our Congress people were required to wear buttons or stickers of, you know, with all the names of their, <laughs> their contributors yeah. so we could tell who we're dealing with here. And, you know, it's probably not all that hard for, the average person to find out that information, but who has time? You know, our priorities are survive and, and get our kids off to school and go to our jobs and pay our bills. So we're relying upon the handfuls of people that have the time and the wherewithal to get that information for us. And maybe it's not always accurate information. So again, it's like... It should be the media doing this, the, the fourth estate. You would think. <laughs> you would think. And it used to be back in, uh, you know, the Woodward and Bernstein back in, in the days when Mike Wallace and Morley Safer were really on, on the case uh, in 60 Minutes. Everything is so homogenized and watered down now that we have to go to alternative news sources to even get a semblance of honesty and insight into what is actually going on politically, socially, in, in this day and age, economically. I think uh, there's so much uh, mis- and disinformation and just outright denial that's going on in the mainstream media that, that anybody that thinks that they're getting the real story from CNN or Fox or MSNBC or any of these outlets – are just completely in denial, or they're ignorant. Well, uh, part I, of the problem, I think, Chris, worse. also, is that our cable news, and I'll say Fox News is a big example, although a lot of people watch Fox News out there, a lot of it is that these are reality shows. Oh, how interesting. They dramatize all these stories, they exaggerate yeah. them, and they're designed to get you to react, sometimes quite negatively. Yeah, it's all about sensationalism and, and getting a reaction, even if it's anger, hatred, rage. What's interesting, though, we bring up the, brought the point about alternative news sources is that I found that a lot of them have very shoddy reporting as well. They don't source their stories. There's no origin point. They don't um, list 
their source information. So it really falls on us to even with the alternative news sources, and I'm not saying all of them, but some of the ones that I've stumbled across, it's been, oh, this is even worse than Fox News. Right. You have to do your due diligence. You and, and do, if you're- but who's got the time other than us? I mean, I'm a writer. You guys have your show, and we do this for a reason. If you think about the general public, I mean, how many of your friends and family go to that extent? And not because they're they're dumb or they're in denial, but they're probably already exhausted just from living their lives. And this is like, oh, now I've, I've got to go dig out. So I think it just becomes it's just so much easier to accept what's told to you. And, and I think that's very tragic. Yeah. You see, something happened in broadcast news a few decades ago. Now, originally, you presented the news as a public service. Yeah. on TV and radio stations. It was part of your FCC mandate to get your license. But once they loosened those requirements, meaning you got the license and you really had to do something pretty seriously bad to lose that license, yeah. then they would go and turn the news into profit-making enterprises. Right. You'll notice distinctively that <clears throat> news divisions are often part of the entertainment division. And by the way, that's true at Fox. It's part of the entertainment division, which includes the Fox Broadcast Network, like the X-Files and shows like that, and shows like Gotham, or the movies from 20th Century Fox. The same exact division is handling news. Now, even if people go into that with sincere intentions, if management wants to see profits, they want to see ratings. And if you're not getting the ratings, you will change things to get those ratings even if facts are sacrificed. And it's not just Fox. We're not just attacking Fox. That's true with broadcast news in general. Yeah. It's about entertainment, no matter what kind of veneer it's presented in. We've got Marie Jones with Gene and Chris. You're in. The Paracast. Free from the shackles of corporate America, we're the place for independent thinkers. Gene. Have you ever wondered if you could make electric, light, or heat in your home for free? How about a motor that charges batteries at the same time? What if this also restores useless batteries and saves you lots of money? Come to our Renaissance Charge Conference Workshop on August 15th and 16th in Fort Lauderdale. Visit r-charge.com. That's r-charge.com for details. Or call 208-304-2954. 208-304-2954. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey system. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. Extend your life with Extendovite. Hey, neighbor, what are you doing digging? You had a heart attack last year. Oh, I know. I was told no more hard labor. Then why are you digging? Well, I've been taking Extendovite. It's been approved to help my heart. Extendovite? Is that a new drug? No, not a drug. It's uh, more like an herbal combination made from garlic and cayenne. Herbal? How can that help? 
Well, actually, we've taken herbs for thousands of years, and Extendivite is doing the job for me. Does your doctor know about Extendivite? Yeah, my doctor knows, and he said it seems to be working for you, so don't stop taking it. I feel great taking Extendivite. I don't want to stop. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend As if chlorine in our water weren't bad enough, now they're adding ammonia? It's true. Some municipalities are now adding ammonia plus chlorine to your water supply. It's a disinfectant called chloramine. But with a trusted Big Berkey water filter, you can keep chloramine out of your water. New NSF EPA certified lab tests show EPA Berkey water filters remove chloramines, pharmaceuticals, BPA, pesticides, bacteria and viruses, all forms of fluoride, and much more. Big Berkey water filters are the original and most trusted on the market. The gold standard in water purification. And our filters last for years at less than two cents per gallon. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get your Big Berkey today. Call 1-877-99-BERKEY or click BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. Ouch! My back is out again. Hi, Dr. Ortman with Wellspring Spinal Care. If you're experiencing neck, mid, or lower back pain, this information is for you. One of the complaints that I hear is patients receive their typical adjustment, only having to repeat them as the pain returns. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the battle. At Wellspring Spinal Care, we have the entire solution. We use the NUCA approach, utilizing three-dimensional x-rays and gentle touch technology to deliver specific correction. We then design Design a custom nutritional supplement program which provides essential nutrients targeting the areas of concern. With a NUCA approach and proper nutrition, you'll be on your way to a faster and more permanent recovery. To get you on the road to wellness, visit drortman.com. That's Dr. O-R-T-M-A-N.com. Or call us today, 952-303-9124. That's 952-303-9124. Wellspring Spinal Care, chiropractic done right. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So we continue with Marie Jones and Jean and Chris on The Paracast. We have some questions from listeners we'll get into in a moment. But I wanted to jump to another subject because Chris and I were talking about this in our premium podcast after the Paracast back, I guess, in the 60s. You had the stories about subliminal advertising where like every few frames you'd stick in there something that maybe in a movie theater get you to want popcorn or, or Diet Coke or yeah. something. <laughs> right. Why is that? Is that something still going on? technical person but because i don't know now with film how they if they still have the frame by frame or if it's digital or what i think it's still going on but it's just a lot more sophisticated yeah Um, well remember back in the uh 2004 election uh the republican national committee i believe or some PAC, was caught doing an attack ad against the democrats and they would leave the r-a-t and the word democrats on (laughs) for a fraction of a second longer and somebody 
Somebody spotted it, slowed it down. This is all digital. They were caught red-handed, subliminally putting the word rat into uh, their diatribe against the Democratic Party. And I'm sure the Democrats, if they could figure out a way to do it, they've oh, probably absolutely. done it too. So, and, and yeah, and I think technology has made it more interesting. Yeah, obviously this worked before. It's still going to work now. And I think that a lot of um, product placement, symbolism, that kind of manipulation occurs as well. I mean, you can't watch a TV show or a movie nowadays without, without seeing – you know, some brand of cracker on the cabinet the, or the counter in the back. Yeah. The product placement is ridiculous in some It's a whole industry. Now, now the good guys will use Macs. The bad guys will use Dells. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's not necessarily subliminal, but it's done kind of in a way that you're really not supposed to notice it. But I, I notice. <laughs> I yeah. notice everything. Well, like, I fifth frame I, my, my film school teacher and got in a lot of trouble, so... I actually studied all this uh, type of, uh, which was not offered at my college. I kind of created an independent study uh, course uh, with the actually the head of the department as my advisor, and 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 dove into to uh, techniques that the media and the government uses to subliminally manipulate uh, behavior, and uh, or condition or modify or in some way steer behavior. You know, subliminals in, in uh, audio, backwards masking, uh, there are techniques that are very effective yeah. that occasionally you'll hear people like the, what was it, the PRMAC, uh, Tipper Gore, uh, talking about uh, playing uh, Zeppelin records backwards oh, and, yeah. and all this type <laughs> of thing. Well, even though a lot of that was not very well uh, researched and, and not really, really well founded, the techniques are real and and the, uh, the possibility of actually affecting behavior is very real. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think it's probably getting more sophisticated at the same rate that our technology is. So it's probably harder to detect unless you're really, really looking for it. Billboard uh, on 8th Avenue in New York about three or four years ago that as you walked by a certain stretch of sidewalk, an advertisement for a billboard in front of you uh, sounded in your head. Yeah, do you remember that? Oh, you know, somebody told me that it was a paranormal state. Is that the one? Because I know that, the, remember the TV show? I think it's Yeah, yeah there was a show that did cover it, but um, it, it was... Uh, no, no, it, no, they did the advertising. Okay, this was told to me by another radio show host um, a few months ago that paranormal state, when the show was still on, had some kind of campaign where you would walk by one of those bus bench waiting, what do you call them? cubicles you know where they you wait for the bus and it's yeah, got side yeah. advertising and that people were hearing in their head watch paranormal you know whatever at 9 p.m tonight and they're like what it because it wasn't being broadcast like to the entire public and it, they later found out that they that i don't know who put the show on a and e or one of those uh, networks that they were using that type of technology to literally just get the message out to whoever happened to be walking by at just the right spot at the right time. Right. I had never heard that before, and that blew me away. Well, the the technology, and this is something that you don't read about, you don't hear about very much, but <laughs> according to my research, science has been able to pretty much map and predict uh, very accurately human behavioral and emotional response based on frequency of microwaves, um, amplitude, you know, the, the, the actual numbers of 
cycles that are they're being employed, and they've been able to to map an entire. And you you do uh, mention this in the book. They've yeah. been able to accurately predict human response to specific frequencies and you know there's the conspiracy buffs of course have been going going to town over the past 10 years about the ground warning emergency network the gwen towers that are going up all over the country uh kind of hidden with cell towers that all this is being staged as a mass behavioral modification program by the government uh you you didn't mention gwen uh how familiar I think we touched on HARP. We might have mentioned HARP once or twice, too. Yeah, you did. But the, Yeah, the, I mean, here's the thing. We were, like, given a very strict word count that we had to stick to. And so we've had people say, why didn't you talk about this? Or why didn't you? And it's like, oh, well, maybe book two. Um, but we did talk about voice to skull, V2K technology, which uses the microwave right. spectrum to literally beam pulses or, or tones or even voice uh, phrases into somebody's brain and it's done remotely uh you know via remote location what shocked me is that the fact that there are corporations now using it for advertising that's creepy it's hard enough to know that since the 1960s somebody could pulse words into my head from a remote location well the thing i worry about here then is you know we're filled with electronic soup around us. We have oh, Wi-Fi absolutely. networks. We've got cellular networks. We've got Bluetooth. We've got all this nonsense going on. And we're being fed or force-fed all these signals. And you have to think they might be across purposes to one another. So what happens to the individual? Do you just go completely crazy if you get contradictory signals? What? Have you, you know, I've heard, read a lot about the uptick in a lot of... Um, brain diseases, Alzheimer's, uh, you know, autoimmune diseases, autism, and this constant bombardment with electronics, EMF, who knows, microwaves, some people say chemicals and chemtrails, what have you, that may be the reason, and cancer rates skyrocketing, breast cancer is expected to, I think they said, double in the next 20 years. So you have to wonder if all of this is is not just making people crazy because it's jumbling up our brains, but hurting our physiology as well. You know, I would like to talk with you in our next segment a little bit more about the impact of getting all these radio waves, all this mind control. To what degree can we control somebody's mind? And here's the question I'll pose. We can discuss it on the other side of this segment. And by the way, we'll get to your listener questions at that time, too. That is here we have people who claim that they have been abducted by people flying around in UFOs. To what degree can an experience like that be manufactured by people who really want to play games with us? And even further, how many possible UFO experiences aren't efforts at some sort of mind control, some sort of manipulation designed to make us believe we've been yeah interesting we've been fortunate enough to see et or something of that nature we'll get into that in our next segment let me tell you we have a second radio show we'd like you to hear it's called after the powercast and it's a mixture of chatter it's kind of like a summing up of an episode we have special guests all things like that and The key about it is that it is available only to subscribers of the Paracast Plus. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com. Learn also how to get a free copy 
of Stalking the Tricksters by Chris O'Brien, in addition to After the Paracast, the ad-free version of this show, more to come, plus.theparacast.com. So we have Marie Jones and Mind Wars, and we're not sending anything out there. No subliminal messages. I buried Paul. With Dean and Chris, you're in the Paracast. A little right, a little left, but always independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network, GCN. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It took hours before it returned, but I had already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Talk to a sales rep at iWeb.com. Use the promo code TechNightOwl for a special discount. It's very easy to be a criminal. All you need to burglarize a home is one simple household tool, a pair of scissors. If your home security system can be compromised by a criminal using scissors, then you're making it easy for them. Almost every home security system, even those sold by big name companies, has a weakness. The phone line. You shell out 1500 bucks, get locked into a long-term contract, and think you're safe. But a burglar can destroy your alarm in seconds with one snip. And when a burglar cuts your phone line, you're defenseless. Simply Safe Home Security is the smarter choice. Built by Harvard engineers, Simply Safe uses a wireless connection to call the cops. Scissors can't cut it, and that means your home stays safe. 24/7 professional monitoring is under $15 a month with no contract. Simply Safe Home Security keeps you safer than the other guys for half the cost. Protect your home with the alarm you can trust. Simply Safe. Go to simplysafedefense.com now for an exclusive 10% offer. That's simplysafedefense.com. Did you know that drinking pure, high-alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high-energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. Hi, this is Walt Augustinowitz. I'm the founder and CEO of ID Stronghold. By now you've heard our commercials about wallets that protect you from electronic pickpocketing. Ten years ago, I created a way to protect my own cards from prying eyes after government officials started talking about issuing a national ID card with a built-in radio chip called RFID. 
I felt having to broadcast my personal information was an invasion of privacy. Soon after, it was also announced that credit cards, debit cards, U.S. passports, hotel room keys, and even transit passes would all soon incorporate RFID. It was then I formed ID Stronghold to share my inventions in blocking RFID signals with the world. There are a lot of misconceptions out there today about RFID. I encourage everyone to get informed and get protected. Please go to IDStronghold.com and get the facts and the wallet sleeves or badge holders you need to protect your personal financial data. You'll be pleasantly surprised that through our direct sales model, you won't pay more than other comparable unprotected wallets. It is as though the protection is free. Visit IDStronghold.com today. Hi, this is James Fox from Chasing UFOs. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Okay, so that's where I Buried Paul came out, but actually it's Strawberry Fields. Okay, we have Marie Jones. The book is Mind Wars. So you get my question here, Marie, on the previous segment. Is it possible that experiences of UFO abductions may in part be the result of some kind of mind control effort? Absolutely. And what was interesting is when the the MKUltra documents that were declassified, there were some mentions of the use of, of hypnosis of drugs that cause hallucinations. Um, and I think that when you break down someone's personality, you can, it's like being in a cult and cults are the perfect a poster child for mind control because what cults are cult leaders are so good at doing is deprogramming what you believe in who you are and reprogramming you with what they want you to believe in what they want you to be and so if that's the case that means that you can literally have your brain reprogrammed to see certain things hear things believe things have literal physiological experiences so we did find a little bit of a MKUltra connection with UFOs, thanks to my pal Nick Redfern, who I just think is, you know, the, the bee's knees when it comes to the subject matter of UFOs. And apparently there were allegedly some experimentations that were done, I think in the, in the 1950s, and they involved the deliberate fabrication of UFO sightings and abductions and UFO experiences. And what was suggested is that people's minds were programmed with visual images and, you know, physiological sensations that resulted from those visual images to believe that they were having a real encounter with extraterrestrials. And could this apply to some of the earlier UFO waves and abduction scenarios that we've heard about, such as Betty and Barney Hill, the incident in Exeter, New Hampshire. And one of the other interesting things that Nick told me about was that John Fuller, who wrote one of my favorite UFO books, now I'm really questioning whether it was true or not, incident at Exeter, that he had MKUltra links, that he actually was linked to the program and may have even been involved in setting up some of these scenarios and also possibly could have been involved in the death of um, one of the few people that died as a result of sort of whistleblowing about MK Ultra Frank Olson. So there's very little, like, I, you know, it's kind of picking Nick's brain and 
he could come up with just a few suggestions and a few allegations, a few connections with MKUltra. But if you think about it, we still, to this day, have no UFO disclosure, okay? Now, whether it's trickling down, which has always kind of been my belief that, you know, nobody's going to, President Obama's not going to show up tomorrow morning on the news and say, hey, guess what? It's about time we tell you what's going on here. Because you know what? Nobody would believe him anyway. So if we are having disclosure, I feel like it would be trickling down as it has been. So it's like trickle down economics. We now have trickle down disclosure. (laughs) Yeah, but. Well, it's incremental. You know, you see a lot of stuff. A lot of people think that the media is involved. Steven Spielberg has been named that we have a gradual sort of uh, incremental uh, disclosure process going on, which which kind of makes sense. I think so, too, because I don't think the public is mature enough to handle an in-your-face declaration of disclosure. I'm sorry. I just don't think that we could do it. Some of us, I'd be fine with it. I'm sure you guys would, but come on. You know, if Obama showed up uh, at at the White House uh, press room with a hand-in-hand with a little alien, the only thing that would really happen other than people like scratching their heads going, huh, is that the – you know, the uh, the border uh, uh, fence would go up and we'd have um, illegal immigrant uh, legislation passed uh, really quickly. <laughs> and well, then I hate to tell you what Fox News would say about this. 90% of the population would say this is, you know, CGI, special effects, or the, the pictures on the Internet are photoshopped. It's not true. It's misinformation. It's disinformation, propaganda. What's Obama up to? Is this going to help Hillary? I mean, I don't think people would openly accept real disclosure because I don't think we have the capacity as a populist to do that without total anarchy. Well, so you know, you know the Christian right would go nuts. Exactly. What about Project Bluebeam? Do you remember yeah, Serge yeah. Monast and uh, and the uh, the wild story that he came out with that we uh, had the technology to do a global hologram in the sky and have the uh, the voice of uh, Muhammad or Jesus uh, beamed into everyone's heads, personalized with their name. Uh, oh, gosh. Did you do any work in that? <laughs> I don't remember that. That is insane. Yeah, Project Bluebeam. Yeah, it's uh, there's quite a bit of stuff on the internet about it. And, and I actually spoke with Serge Manast on a number of occasions. And then he, he plain, he just vanished. Yeah, uh, he he was never heard of from again, and uh, and he was a real guy. I, I talked to him myself, and uh, he was very very nervous about his own personal yeah. safety. And uh, anyway, just something. I, I also have another friend who worked in the acoustic uh, uh, psyops in uh, Desert Storm, and he's he he wasn't able to really tell me what they did, but. But, you know, when I asked him, can we beam uh, words into people's heads? He goes, remember when when you saw the news footage of all the soldiers standing there and all the Iraqis were coming up and kissing their feet? He said that that wasn't they they were not doing that by accident. Yeah, they were under. I mean, I, I read something just a few days ago and, and had I known we were going to talk about it, I would have printed it out. But it was about. Uh, it was some allegation on a conspiracy site that some of the UFO sightings were being beamed holographically. Now, here's the thing. Even if this MKUltra connection is true, it doesn't mean that every single UFO sighting or experience has been fabricated. All it means is that they realized that this was something they could play off of, manipulate uh, to their advantage, that they actually did study it and try to put it into action. It doesn't discount 
uh, the UFO phenomenon. Well, it's know. also a good honey trap and counter espionage too to to attract uh, foreign powers that are possibly spying on us. It's a good way to trap them. You know, we had Walter Bosley on, who was an ex-FBI agent, ex-Air uh, Force uh, Office Office of Intelligence, and he he talked about uh, the real fear among the military that um, certain black projects were going to be compromised, so that so that they would create these honey traps in the UFO community to try to out some of these uh, these agents. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems is that everybody's got an idea of what might be happening and <laughs> nobody really seems to know. But I just think the sheer volume uh, going, you know, back to the 1940s and beyond of sightings, yeah, I think probably the MK Ultra people that were involved saw that this was something that they could ride on the coattails of or take advantage of. And I certainly think the technology exists today to easily fabricate UFO sightings in the sky, but I don't think that it means that everything is fabricated. Um, well, you know, of course, there have been theories, there have been theories, Marie, uh-huh. that maybe the ghost rockets back in the 1940s were all a put-up job. There, James Carrion, a former oh, head of MUFON, yep. has that book out called The Rosetta Deception, and he's got a Roswell Deception coming up I guess to suggest that maybe the initial stories yeah. that Roswell was a flying saucer, then changing that, oh, it was just a balloon, but the initial stories yeah. were designed to freak the Russians, perhaps. Yeah. Are we ever going to know what happened at Roswell? Are we ever going to know who shot Kennedy? I mean, <laughs> I, you know, there are some. And that's why I don't. Next question. Yeah. That's By the I, way, what we're doing now is calling the Roswell incident, the case that shall not be named because we're so yeah. sick of it. That shall, that shall not be named. But, but really the word, that's why I don't like people that just say there's no such thing as conspiracy. It's all just, you know, no, there are, and, and they happen all the time. And it means nothing more than people conspiring to keep the truth from another group of people, namely us. Um, and, and that's where it becomes so hard because we could sit here all day and, and volley theories back and forth. And the bottom line is we don't know because we weren't there to see what really was going on. It's very frustrating as a writer to, to not be there and say, be able to say with hundred percent certainty, the um, incident at Exeter was not fabricated. It was real. That makes the whole thing so difficult to handle. The fact that there's always a possibility of mind control, disinformation, deception, in a lot of these cases, and therefore, if you're trying to find the truth, separate the truth from the fiction, how do you do it when you've got all this stuff going on in plain sight? Well, the book is Mind Wars with Marie Jones and Larry Flaxman doing the writing chores, subtitled Who's Been Watching You from Bum-ish The Shadows. shadows. <laughs> with Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. <laughs> Independently leading the way for the nation. Compelling talk for every political persuasion. We are GCN. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. 
And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, John Hubner from Midas Resources. Are you tired of watching your hard-earned assets dwindle away? As government spending is out of hand and the Federal Reserve is creating in excess of $20 billion a week, are you tired of stockbrokers gambling away your hard-earned money? Is this market a setup for a crash greater than 1987? Too many of today's policies resemble those that led to the collapse of 1929. This is John Hubner, and that was me in 2007. And we all know what happened when the subprime credit bubble burst. By March 2009, the dollar lost 50% of its value. The entire U.S. banking system was on the verge of collapsing. Like all financial problems of the past, is history about to repeat itself? Call me, John Hubner, at 1-800-686-2237, extension 129, before it's too late to protect yourself. Will the oncoming catastrophe take all private IRAs, 401ks with it? There is a way to protect your hard-earned assets. Call me, John Hubner, at 1-800-686. 2237 extension 129. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. I think everyone thinks that Chris and I are under severe mind control. We're under severe something. We haven't figured out what that is yet. We have Marie Jones joining us, trying to assess the situation. Chris, we have some questions from listeners, and be nice to get to some in the final third of the show. Do you have some to bring up? Yeah, we do. And and this uh, first question, Marie, uh, comes up from Legend Tripper, who has been a signee for about a year at forum.theparacast.com, where you can sign up become a forum, mem- forum member and ask questions of our guests. And he's wondering if you have any insight into the phenomenon known as the Taos hum, where folks were convinced that they were being bombarded by ELF or VLF, uh, very, very low frequency sonic waves. Now, a little caveat here, I investigated this particular phenomenon and actually heard it myself on several yeah. occasions. So, I think, what, 20% of the population, they did a survey, I think Los Alamos did a survey, and about 20, 22% of the population was able to hear these uh, extremely low-frequency humming sound or throbbing sound. What do you think? Uh, Was this sinister, something natural? Um, What does your research tell you? I, I haven't researched it a lot, but I am the daughter of a geophysicist, so let me tell you that the Earth makes a lot of noise. And we humans are not really built to hear it. I mean, we only hear, you know, a certain part of the spectrum that the animals obviously hear more than we do. They can hear higher uh, ultrasound and they can also respond to infrasound. And so I don't know. I haven't researched it, but I would say that there are one of, of two things going on. Either it's an entirely environmental situation that is being picked up on by people who are sensitive to certain frequencies that not, you know, the general population isn't, could be something seismic, 
or there's some sinister underground base there that is up to no good. But I would think that with the latter, somebody would have found evidence of that by now. So you hear about all these strange sounds all over the world that people are hearing. And what people need to realize is that there are sounds that the earth makes. There are sounds that the earth makes when it comes into uh, interaction with the atmosphere. There are atmospheric sounds. Not everybody's going to hear them. But it could be the same thing that animals hear before an earthquake occurs. And, And I've had proof of that because I've lived through, uh, I lived in LA for years and my cats always the night and day before an earthquake would behave very differently. They were responding to sound waves that I could not pick up on. It must be mentioned that Taos sits on the second largest earthquake fault in the world. I think there you go. The the Rio Grande Rift Valley uh, extends from the uh, Gulf of Mexico all the way up to Leadville, Colorado. But there is also a tantalizing uh, bit of circumstantial evidence that we have a secret communications facility that, as you mentioned, is underground that is used to communicate to submerged submarines with uh, VLF and and ELF, uh, low-frequency communication signals sent on low-frequency bandwidth. I mean, as I'm a ham radio operator, and um, I used to live at the top of a hill. And when I did, not only did I get incredible coverage, um, but I would often, and and Larry just thought this was hilarious, but I would hear voices in my head. And I'm not mentally ill. And at the time, I thought, oh, I wonder if I'm experiencing this V2K, this voice-to-skull technology, but what... You know, in further research, what I found is that there are people who have the capacity to pick up on stuff that's in the airwaves. It's being broadcast on certain frequencies, and I might have been getting little, you know, it's almost like my brain was a CB radio. It stopped when I moved down. I'm now down at the bottom of a valley where I get nothing. (laughs) I mean, I can't even use my ham radio here. I get nothing. Uh, um, that reminds so, me, in sixth grade, a kid claimed when he got braces that he was hearing a radio station coming through his braces and it was driving him nuts. Remember that Gilligan's, <laughs> there was a Gilligan's Island episode. Of, I think Gilligan had a filling and the mercury was picking up on the, the uh, hurricane broadcast. But I think that those are, those are um, common sense, you know, non-paranormal explanations that make sense. We have another question here. This one comes from Technomage, and he's wondering what are the best documented cases of Manchurian candidates? Now, I'm not sure if we should use the word documented here because these types of cases are very difficult to document. But do we have any clear-cut cases of Manchurian-type candidates that have been programmed to, um, let's say, um, exercise somebody else's will? Well, no. I mean, we have allegations, and we have uh, the MKUltra documents that show how it was done, because those are really, the whole purpose of MKUltra, this is really interesting, actually had a little bit of a positive edge to it, even though I'm not sure I would I would consider it positive, but the whole reason for getting MKUltra rolling along was because our POWs had been brainwashed during the Korean War. And we wanted to know not only how how to stop that or how to prevent that, but I think also 
could we do that to the enemy? You know, we needed to stay ahead of the game with the techniques that were be using, being used on our soldiers, not just in the battlefield, but the ones that were, were prisoners of war and the ones that were being tortured and, and abused, what have you. That's how it started. Mm. Um, the, so the only documentation we have are the, the MK Ultra documents that did get declassified that weren't destroyed. Yeah, just a small percentage of them. Right, that talk about the techniques, but th- there have been a number of people who have come forth and written books. They are, we can't prove what happened to them. Some of them sound incredibly credible. Some of them, uh, you know, really, they write with incredible detail. They're able to name names and places and times that connect with some of the documentation. Uh, can I say with 100% certainty that they were real Manchurian candidates? No, absolutely not. Right. But, okay, well, well, yeah, we, so I think the we, we covered that territory before, but I, I wanted to just to see if there was any sort of smoking gun evidence to support the efficacy of, of this type of, of behavior modification. And I, and I, I kind of knew the answer yeah. going in because we had already yeah. sort of discussed yeah. it. But here's one from Silly Rabbit, and this is a good one. Um, there have been a number of individuals over the past 15 years or so that have really been digging into the um, – to the whole occult symbolism angle. Michael uh, Sarian is one uh, who looks at corporate logos and is able to identify the mark of the beast and other occult-type symbols. How do you respond to these theorists who see occult symbolism often related to Luciferianism or the Illuminati and predictive programming in the media and everything from the music industry, the Super Bowl halftime show, children's television shows? What do you think of this this idea of occult symbolism having some sort of uh, subliminal effect on the populace? Okay, and I did study this and research it, and I I have been – very close to some people who are very immersed in this world, I'll say. My opinion is that the truth is in the middle. I don't think every single, uh, you know, Beyonce doing some thing with her hand means that she's a member. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. Why would they want Beyonce? Taylor Swift, she's more powerful. I mean, I'm, I joke about it a little bit. Again, I think you have to stay in the middle road to get to the truth. Um, not everything is meant to be a, a symbol of, you know, satanic ritual abuse or occult associations, but some things certainly could be. I would also think here that people might choose a logo for a company because it looks good from an artistic yeah. standpoint. And they're not sitting there and looking over the consequences and saying, well, this ancient symbol symbolizes right. demonology or something. Or is a hate symbol, and they don't really think that through until somebody reminds them, wait a minute, did you see this? Did you see that? I think that you read into symbols what you want to see or what you're looking for to some extent. You have to be very careful about that. We have to be careful about this announcement. The book is Mind Wars, and we're going full steam. With Gene and Chris and Marie Jones, you're in The Paracast. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. 
ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners. 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Hi, my name is DeRay, suffering from migraines, having Botox injections in my head and neck to alleviate pain, costing $1,500 out of my pocket. I discovered Dr. Ortman and Gentle Touch Chiropractic Adjustment called Nuka. I'm migraine-free since my first adjustment. Thanks for giving me my life back, Dr. Ortman. I wish they prescribed you instead of Botox. Thanks, DeRay. Putting the bones back in place is only half of the solution. We design a nutritional supplement program the body can handle and actually absorb, providing nutrients targeting the problem area. Between Nuka and Nutrition, we will have you on the road to a faster and more permanent recovery. Look us up on the web at drwartman.com or call 952-303-9124. Let us help you feel better faster. Wellspring Spinal Care at 952-303-9124. Again, that's 952-303-9124. Or on the web at drortman.com. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today, complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231, and the Berkey Guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey Light, the Berkey Guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey Guy at 1 886 3653. That's 1 886 3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. As if chlorine in our water weren't bad enough, now they're adding ammonia? It's true. Some municipalities are now adding ammonia plus chlorine to your water supply. It's a disinfectant called chloramine. But with a trusted Big Berkey water filter, you can keep chloramine out of your water. New NSF EPA certified lab tests show EPA Berkey water filters remove chloramines, pharmaceuticals, BPA, pesticides, bacteria and viruses, all forms of fluoride, and much more. Big Berkey water filters are the original and most trusted on the market. The gold standard in water purification. And our filters last for years at less than two cents per gallon. Big Berkey, the one that's powerful enough to purify stagnant pond water. Get your Big Berkey today. Call 1-877-99-BERKEY or click BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com. That's 1-877-99-BERKEY. Big Berkey Water Filters, for the love of clean water. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. 
That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Will Chris run out of voices or sound effects <laughs> to deliver our stinger? I don't know. The book is Mind Wars. Do you want to continue your answer before we get to more questions? Yeah, I just, yeah, I want to clarify on that a little. First, uh, Silly Rabbit was the one who asked. So I want to be clear that I don't think it all is occult symbolism that is done intentionally, but I also don't think none of it is. That's my answer. I think some of it very well could be, but I certainly don't think that every single logo has some deeper meaning other than this looks really good and the graphic guy who came up with it, you know, gave it to us cheap. I think sometimes things are exactly what they are on the surface and other times they're not. Remember the Procter and Gamble fiasco where they had the uh, quarter moon with the face and the uh, certain number of stars that were part yeah. of their little logo that was on the back of all their products and and some uh, Christians I think uh, came up and said oh that's the a symbol of the devil and they literally it was something they had had in their logo for like decades yeah, I remember and they, that they, that was huge they ended up you know doing away with it. Okay, here's one. We talked about Sidney Gottlieb. You know, for some of our first-time listeners or listeners who are not aware of who this guy was, uh, many people have said that when they modeled Cancer Man for the X-Files, it was based on Sidney Gottlieb. I think that's uh, a huge stretch. But this guy was very, very nefarious. Uh, Club-footed, had a high squeaky voice, just very, very sinister, um, was the head of the Army Chemical Corps, helped start and run MKUltra and like Artichoke and Monarch and all these other nefarious behavior modification programs and LSD experiments. He probably was the one that had Frank Olson dosed on uh, LSD again. A lot of this uh, was destroyed in the paperwork, but uh, as we mentioned. But here's a question uh, from Raven's Fee. This is something I didn't know, and I'm wondering if you knew this. At the end of his career as the head of MKUltra, Sidney Gottlieb reportedly dismissed the entire output of the project as useless. Outside of torture and interrogation situations, do you think, Marie, is there any evidence that would lead us to disagree with his assessment? Well, useless to him, maybe. I mean, maybe he didn't achieve his particular personal goals of it, but I think it definitely set the stage for some of the manipulative techniques that are still being tested or, or going on. The purpose was to find what worked. I don't know why he would make that kind of a statement because we know later from cult activity from the 70s throughout the 90s that a lot of these same techniques worked in the cult setting. So I don't know that it was a total failure, but I think maybe he had some personal goal he wanted to get out of all this that he, he just didn't get. I, I, I didn't realize that he had said that, and so I'm probably just as curious. But a yeah. lot of the stuff that was studied was provable that you could alter somebody's behavior with deprivation of food, of sensory deprivation, with giving them you know damaging drugs that would hurt part of the brain or shut down certain parts of the brain. I mean, a lot of this stuff made sense. Well, microwave stimulation, the, the experiments right. of Delgado. By the way, you got the date wrong for the oh, Delgado stopping the bull. It was actually in the early 70s that he did that, not uh, 2003. They, Here's one from uh, one of our, Bernstein or Robert is one of our favorite posters. He's from Canada. He's a, he's a school teacher. Um, he's posted over 3,000, almost 3,500 posts 
Um, the guy really, uh, I'm humbled by his uh, analytical abilities. And, and boy, he's got some really good questions here. Let me start with this one. Marie, if in fact governments or other factional bodies within nations had the power for mass control mind influence, do you not think this would be in, exerted right now? In North Korea, we see a kind of imposed 1984 scenario taking place in its buffoonish at best. But do you see the possibility of such tactics being used in more subtle ways over larger portions of the Western civilization? And do you think they'd be effective, I add? Oh, wow. You're going to make me sound paranoid. Is it possible that it, I think it's being done to us in a different way. I think it's being done in a more subtle manner. We can't have a, a, a lunatic dictator, I think, most Americans would probably respond poorly to that. Well, some people think we already have a lunatic dictator. Let's just put that in perspective. Well, I think we have a puppet, but I think more and more people are realizing that um, there's too many of us to control in those old-fashioned ways, which is probably why the media has been welcomed with open arms as a, as a method to sort of help that along. I think that there are too many Americans and there are too many that maybe are a little bit awake to what's going on. Certainly we know what's going on in other parts of the world and, oh, we're not going to let that happen here, even though we are in more subtle ways. Um, gosh, that's a tough one. Yes, I think it's happening. Yes, I think it's happening in different ways. I think the media and the manipulation of news is one of the biggest ones. And I will tell you what I think is probably equal, and that is the rise of social networking. If you want to alter the behavior of people, go look at Facebook. <laughs> I mean, and you see things. Larry and I wrote a book last year called Viral Mythology, all about how information went viral in ancient times and how it goes viral today and the, and the links and connections and differences between the two. If you want to send something viral now and reach as many people as possible with complete BS, propaganda, rumor, fake stories, misinformation, disinformation, what have you, send it out over uh, social networking. It is a monster. It is a beast with two faces, one of which is the fun one that connects people. I have friends all over the world because of it. The other one is the ability to send bad information across the world in a matter of seconds and have it go viral there too. You know, it's having a real effect on me. I'm starting to hate cats. Oh, I know. <laughs> hey, there's such bias too. Why all cats? Why not dogs? But yeah, it's funny. I mean, I'm on Facebook all the time. It's part of who I am. It's, you know, part promoting my work. Talk, I, I love people, but I am so aware now. And also not just the ways that we manipulate each other because of our ignorance and, and lack of, you know, wanting to actually research what we're sending viral, but also how Facebook itself is manipulating us. And I mean, they have been doing that for years. They've been. Well, you mentioned that in your book that yeah, they've done that studies and actually done experiments to yep. see what kind of emotional response and, and posting responses they get from feeding certain individuals certain types of information. That, yeah, that's it, it, a yeah. little scary. That's sobering. Isn't it strange, though, this theory or this possibility here 
that the social networks, which are meant to be things that we originate, our own content, to share our lives with our friends, could be manipulated and used as a means of controlling what we do, of controlling could our behavior. Be? It's, it's wait a probably minute. the best could way. be? Yeah, it's probably the best way because we look at it as something. I mean, I think if you can manipulate people through something that is fun, the entertainment industry. We enjoy being taken down and destroying ourselves. I get well, the point. Yeah. Mind Wars, or is Facebook taking us over? Or has it done so already? Are we already in its grasp? I wonder. Marie Jones, Gene and Chris, you're in. The nation's largest independently owned and operated talk radio network. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. More and more people are discovering the incredible benefits of alkalizing the body. And there's no better product for it than AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops. Packed with a powerful combination of the most alkaline minerals and compounds, just a few drops in water will rid your body of harmful waste and give you more vibrance and vigor than you've had in years. Now buy two bottles and get $10 off your order. Call 800-518-7615 or visit ALKAVision.com. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Extend your life with Extendovite. Why do over 50% of North Americans suffer from some form of chronic ailment? Could it be due to a toxic overload? It's time to take back your life. Get the lead out as well as the cadmium, mercury, and calcium. Extendivite is a garlic cayenne supplement with five other herbs that acts like a natural Drano cleaning out the stored toxins, restoring your energy and youthfulness that we've lost. If you would like to live your life free of sickness, pain, or fear, then Extendivite is for you. Available in either capsules or liquid, you too can see why Extendivite is the number one heart drop available. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with 
gold isn't for you? Ted Anderson, president of Midas Resources, one of the world's premier gold and precious metal investing firms. I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed that the government is doing a great job, that the Fed will stop handing out trillions of dollars like bailout candy, that Social Security would be there for you. That's not what's happening. You might even pass on gold if the stimulus package wouldn't fuel inflation, or that the dollar wouldn't lose value, or that your retirement would be secure. If all looks rosy to you, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify with gold. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked 30% while gold has risen 300%. Right now, savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. You should too. Find out what they know. Call us and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very well, free. 800-686-2237. 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. This is Micah Hanks of the Grayling Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Oh, my heavens. (laughs) Chris is finally off the deep end. He's been taken over by the Facebook beast, the trickster at Facebook. Well, I, I figured I'd just, you know, change it up a little bit. Yeah, you need to when talking about this kind of heavy-duty stuff. Twitter especially. We're reduced to 140 characters. Our entire (laughs) lives, 140 characters at a time. So shallow. What did B.F. Skinner say? I think these things have positive benefits. But I think that whoever... I I don't want to think that Mark Zuckerberg, when he created Facebook with his group of people, I know he wasn't alone in doing so, that the purpose was to get people so addicted to something that they would literally stop talking to each other face-to-face and not have lives. (laughs) Why not assume that? What do you think texting is all about? (laughs) You go anywhere now and you watch people sitting there at dinner. Yeah. Or just sitting down. And how many of those people have taken out their smartphones? And how many of those people have started texting? It's and awful. maybe that's the value of the Apple Watch, by the way, folks, which is it supposedly helps reduce that at a you very what, high Jean? cost. If I get a Facebook post of somebody's dinner, unless it's sushi, <laughs> I unfriend them. Or they're, they're toe fungus. That's even worse. Well, you know, the other day we were over at a Mediterranean restaurant, Chris. I sent you a photo of that, what I had for lunch. I think you'd like it. Yeah, see, there could be a benefit purpose to that. Like, look, hey, you know, you might want to order this next time you go there. But it's kind of, I felt... That's that I- from somebody I know. All these Facebook <laughs> friends, to me, it's artifice. It's it's not real. You know, I've got uh, almost 3,000 people uh, that, that I supposedly am calling friends. I'm an author. I'm a host of a radio show. Uh, you know, I have kind of a responsibility, I think, to my audience uh, to some degree. So, you know, I, I do make people earn uh, that click of accept uh, to some degree. I don't blanket accept anybody. If, if Jean sends me something or, or Marie sends me something or, or someone that I know and have talked to sends me something that's innocuous but is made to brighten up my day, that's one thing. But if somebody is sending out a blanket post, or asking me to, to join them in a, a, a Facebook game or something. Oh, man, that's like, whoop, yeah, whoop, crazy. whoop, whoop. All the klaxons and uh, alarm whistles go off. And, boy, that's 
can be a real time waster, but it also, you know, for those of us that are, are in the public eye, it has its benefits. But I think that a lot of, you know, the vast majority of people are finding it to be an addiction that they can't get over. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I tried going off of social networking for a few days and I, because I'm a writer full time, I feel isolated a lot. Right, you um, broke I mean, out in cold sweats and started I was you know, like, shaking. Oh my God, I need to, yeah, I need to talk to somebody other than my son, you know, and the cat and the dog. And, right. and I can see how, and so what I was saying earlier is, was that addiction part of the motive behind the creation, you know, was the creation of Facebook. Unintended really, consequences. Yeah, and I don't want to say that, you know, maybe it was or wasn't, but wow, what a way to control the populace because yeah. most people are on some form of social networking. And yeah. I tell you, so many people that say they're going to get off, they've had enough, they don't. Well, now we're seeing that social networking can change giant corporations. So we have this famous incident where Taylor Swift posts something on Tumblr, which is a blogging right. site. Uh -huh. And she says, well, Apple is doing the bad thing with this new Apple Music subscription service because when you get the free 90-day trial, when you sign up, they're right. not paying right. royalties to the musical artists. How could they do such a thing? That afternoon, Apple changed its policy, yeah. all because of this statement on a social network. Well, maybe it was a put-up yeah. job. That's a tough one. I mean, I use Facebook. I use Twitter. I don't use any of the others. I don't, I, I'm not real technologically savvy. So my son kept saying, oh, you need to get on this and that. It's, oh, forget it. Instagram, what? It's just pictures. And I can't, I can barely take a picture. On well, my even Twitter. I mean, why would somebody want to, to listen to my just off the cuff uh, thoughts during my day? I'm, I'm a busy guy. Yeah, I think it's good for promotional purposes. Um, I've met quite a number of fellow colleagues, you know, writers, gotten on some great shows from it. But to just post, hey, I'm having pancakes, I don't care. I don't care what you're having for breakfast, you know? And here, let me tell you a little secret here. It is a bit manipulative, too, because so, for example, I talk to my agent and my manager, and I, you know, I express, oh, I'm so, I don't want to be on it as often, but they'll say, but you've built up this persona where you're very friendly and you're very open. So sometimes you should post personal stuff and then other times post about your work. So even those of us that are using social networking for work purposes, to some extent, we are manipulating people, right? We're trying to sell something every now and then. Mind um, wars, yeah. manipulation through <laughs> yeah. social media. Yep, I'm guilty as charged. Excuse me, the way it's said is guilty as charged <laughs> guilty guilty <laughs> okay we've got a captive audience here that leads me to my next question from burn We're, state listen marie listen, do you have any listen to the show proof? listen listen <laughs> oh gosh i'm hearing voices Stop, Gene. Come on. I'm, I'm trying to get serious here. Do you have any historic proof of mind control experiments taking place in prisons where inmates have been subjected to the use of remote controlled electronic brain punishment? I don't know about that exactly, but uh, absolutely. There, again, part of MKUltra was prison experimentation. I also talked to a number of people that were involved in oversight of prison experimentation 
representing the prisoners or trying to make sure that the whatever was done was done within the laws of the land and this is something that's still happening today again i bring up whitey bulger what you know what a very timely story because again there's a huge movie coming out and i don't have anything to do with the movie that's not i'm not pitching the movie but i was shocked when i found out that somebody like this irish gangster had actually volunteered and a lot of the prisoners that were they did volunteer it wasn't always done against their will or against their knowledge that they were promised shorter sentences or suspended charges or what have you so there have been a number of books on there have been documentaries written produced about that and we included one and i'm going to try to remember her name and i'll probably completely blow it but we have a sidebar in the book from a woman, what her job was, was to basically oversee what was done and make sure that it was kosher, so to speak. (laughs) Because if you're being experimented on and you're mentally ill or you're a child or you have no idea, you know, you're mentally incapacitated or what have you, even disabled to an extent, you know, they, they can do whatever they want. There are no rules. And I think with a lot of prisoners, there was that temptation to allow themselves to become subjects to a lot of this stuff before the promise of freedom. And I might have given into that myself if had I been in prison. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you have, like I said, you have a captive audience. So, and, and you have, the, you dangle that carrot in front of them. Right. You have a 10-year sentence, well, we'll cut it down to five if you let us test this new, you know, psychotic drug on you. And hey, I might accept that myself. It's well, just a drug, right? It's not going to kill me. Well, well here's, here's one uh, that's even more interesting. The CIA was forced to, uh, in the early 60s, to move their LSD drug trials into a very kind of low-key but public sector when they, uh, I think, were barred from doing it uh, clandestinely on prisoners. And they actually offered uh, LSD uh, trips to uh, unsuspect, well, this is <laughs> people that were willing to undergo them in the 60s. And they happened to turn on some of the pillars of the counterculture community, including some that went on to, uh, you know, manufacture millions of hits and, and, and right. promote, promote the whole LSD vibe, uh, you know, to a whole generation of people. Lucy so, in the sky with diamonds. No, it wasn't yeah. about that. At least that's what John Lennon claimed. We have Marie Jones with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Great minds think alike. The network for the independent-minded. The Genesis Communications Network. GCN. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many 
formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. It's time to build your own emergency food stockpile with the industry leader, My Patriot Supply. Once you try them, you'll know why so many Americans like you have made them part of their emergency preparedness plan. Experience the My Patriot Supply difference today with this unbelievable offer. Right now, a four-week food supply is only $99, and that includes free shipping. That's 50% off the online price. Call 800-274-3070 to claim yours. Limit two per caller while supplies last. This offer isn't available online, so you want to make sure and grab this opportunity to get prepared today. 800-274-3070 to get your four-week food supply for the incredible price of only $99, and it'll be shipped to you completely free. Call 800-274-3070 right now. That's 800-274-3070 to claim yours while supplies last. Don't wait. Call today. Hi, my name is Scott Fuchs, teacher and rowing coach for over 14 years. I was sluggish, overweight, on prescription drugs, and only 30-something. Fortunately, I was referred to Dr. Z, and happy to say Dr. Z's all-natural protocols over a consistent course resolved my health issues. I'm in the best shape of my life, and most importantly, on zero medications. I'm Dr. Zdanowski, author of Evology, trained as a primary care physician, surgical manipulation under anesthesia, expert in nutrition, diet, weight loss, immune system, and I specialize in chiropractic. My 15 years of professional experience has taught me the four keys to vibrant health, a balanced muscular skeletal system, an integrated nervous system, a flowing lymphatic system, and a body filled with over 90 essential nutrients. This has been a secret too long. Actualize your potential, reverse disease. Call me, Dr. Z. 201-945-1177 Usually the older one gets, the less you are able to absorb amino acids and the less you are able to repair the 100 trillion cells of your body. As a result, you'll have less energy, your tissues will shrink, and you'll become wrinkled. An older person will typically injure more easily and heal more slowly. Not fun. However, if you can consume a protein powder that is easier to absorb then you may be able to gain back some strength, muscle, and speed of recovery. One World Whey is a highly digestible whey protein powder that may be the perfect answer for you. My name is Errol. I'm 74 years old. You know, the taste of One World Whey is amazing. I play pickleball, and since taking One World Whey and your trace mineral supplement, I have more energy and recover faster from my working out. I used to take another grass-fed whey protein powder, but now I'm getting much better results using One World Whey. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the podcast, The Gold Standard of Paranormal Radio. Right. That's what they actually said, that it was really Julian Lennon 
writing some kind of childish picture saying as a kid, yeah. it was Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds and John Lennon wrote a song about it, but everyone yeah, assumed it was LSD yeah, and maybe that was the excuse, right, Chris? Uh, he was programming culture. He was using the uh, subliminal mind war techniques. Let me ask you a question here. Can we think then that maybe his murderer was really someone under mind control? They had to get rid of Lennon because he talked too much? Well, there's a whole cadre of people who believe that many of the pop culture icons that were assassinated or died of drug overdoses died of more sinister means because they were influencing culture too much. They were, But I want to just throw something in for the last person, the last questioner, um, to look up the Stanford prison experiment. That was the documentary I was trying to remember. There's a great movie coming out about it, but there was also a documentary done. And this oh, was right, when the students became inmates yeah. and then became jailers. Yeah. This is oh man, that's scary scare. stuff. Yeah. I've seen so, yeah, a documentary just, on that. Oh. Creepy. And it just shows you the, Oh, the creepy, more creepier aspects of human behavior. Yuck. So anyway, <laughs> but yeah, uh, John Lennon, um, Freddie Prinze, uh, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. There's so many people that believe that, uh, Jim Morrison, that they didn't really die the way that they claimed or that they were assassinated in the case of John Lennon because they were getting too influential on society. Well, um, I always wondered here is why we had people like Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison and one or two others die at the age of 27. 27. Janis Joplin, for example. Yeah, isn't that Kurt weird? Cobain. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know, it's creepy. I mean, maybe the number nine, which I would, you know, seven and two, or maybe 27, maybe the, the number nine or whatever. Number nine, some kind of number nine, number nine. John Lennon, if you think about it, was probably more influential in his, uh, what he talked about, what he believed, than most religious leaders and political leaders of that time. So yeah, it might chastised for saying it. <laughs> yeah, he said we're more popular than Jesus. And I started working with a radio station, a rock station in the South, not long after that. Oh, and they banned the Beatles records for a few months, and then realized nobody cares, and they started playing them again. Exactly. Well, what was the name of the uh, uh, charity uh, works organization that Chapman, uh, World something or other, World Vision, I think. World he, Vision? He, yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, uh, he had been uh, recruited <laughs> by none other than John Hinckley Sr., nice. who was the father, of course, of John Hinckley Jr., who tried to take out Reagan after George Bush had just bought 30 dry oil wells from him. Interesting. Uh, anyway, I, I, I digress. But but you but you know what? You bring up the fact that sometimes the deeper you dig, the more you find these weird connections between people that really make you rethink some of the things that happened. I love May Brussel was a conspiracy theorist. Uh, a lot of people haven't heard about her. I have been dying to try to write her biography. I have not had a lot John of success. John Judge, too, was his. Yeah, uh, she is one of my idols. She was a me meticulous too. researcher. And, and her specialty was finding links and connections that other people just overlooked or didn't even look for. Mm -hmm. So when you hear something like that, uh, connections between these people, it does make you sit up and say, wait a minute, that is that coincidence? 
<laughs> I'm oh, sure you've no. talked to Ken Thomas. He's another one who I have an immense amount of respect and in, in horror <laughs> following Ken's work and, of course, Steam Shovel Press. and Oh, yeah. The whole idea that uh, there's not something going on behind the scenes to me is ludicrous. If right. you look at the uh, the whole Promise software, Danny Casolero. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, there's a you, know, you can get into some really yeah. spooky, paranoid, paranoia-inducing territory that doesn't necessarily directly deal with mind control. But, boy, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, the types of uh, conspiratorial circumstantial evidence – in some areas, ties directly to the whole idea of mind wars and the manipulation yeah. of people's free will. Well, and also the manipulation of events. So, you know, maybe this isn't just mind control, but we're also talking about a, a small group of people that actually manipulate history. They manipulate the events that happen. That well, Ken's we term is parapolitics. I love yeah, it. It's a very deep rabbit hole, and you have to have really thick skin to go down that hole because it gets it gets really scary and you do start to get a little paranoid. Well, present company excluded, <laughs> of course. Gene, uh, he gets paranoid if uh, Teddy Bear doesn't bark when the mailman shows up. But we have something now called Stop That, which is a spray. <gasps> really? And that spray quiets him down. First, he tries to attack the can. The oh canister my. contains it. But then he quiets down after a while. But I'll tell you something. Seriously, I was doing a radio show with Craig Crossman called Computer America, and he wouldn't stop barking. You're chemically mind-warring your dog? Right on. What if a burglar tries to break in? Then he's not going to bark, and then you're going to be angry about that. Uh, we just have to teach them. If they broke in, Teddy Bear would be the least thing that they'd have to worry about. He's a Bichon. But he could be, he, you know. He's not called Teddy Bear by accident. His bite could be bigger than his bark. You never know. But yeah, that's interesting that we do that. We we try to control the behavior of our pets all the time and our children. <laughs> and then when they're older, they try to control us. So I think that this mind control stuff is just such a part of our human behavior that we all stand guilty. So we just have to bend over and take it, huh? No, not necessarily. <laughs> especially if you have teenagers. But I really, you know, I, I think that it's it's just something that once you become aware of it, you start to see it everywhere. And I think that's a good thing because then you become more aware of what thoughts and behaviors really are your own and which ones have just been kind of autopilot programming. Right, but if you're not grounded, that kind of information can be very destabilizing. Yeah, it could. That's true. That's true. And and some people, you know, it, it doesn't take much to rattle their reality view and destabilize them from from the understanding that, you know, only X amount or X percentage of their everyday activities are, are you know, self-directed and that sitting in front of the TV and all of a sudden having a hankering for Cheetos because they've, you know, recently had a, a massive ad campaign. You know, there's... That's why I really urge people, and you know, I'll probably get some sort of uh, men in black at my door. But you know, I I literally, dis, you know, did a discus uh, Olympic discus thrower move with my dish satellite receiver down a cliff. Uh, oh, that's why dish satellite doesn't advertise on this show. Listen, we have to end it now because they're about to take us over. Uh oh, Marie Jones, would you tell our listeners where they can find more of the stuff you do? 
Oh my gosh. Well, my website is mariedjones.com. My website with Larry is paraexplorers, P-A-R-A, paraexplorers.com. Yes, I'm on Facebook and Twitter, Marie D. Jones author. And the books are available where anywhere books are sold. And by the way, on the Tech Night Out Live in the future, I do want to have her come back and talk about Comic-Con, even though Chris is not going to listen to that episode. You can find <laughs> us, by the way, on Twitter. We are on Twitter. Look for the PowerCast on Twitter. Look for two PowerCast fan clubs on Facebook. Don't ask me how that happened. But we've got two of them. Participate in any one you want. And also check out our other radio show. It's called After the PowerCast. It's kind of like a post-game show. It's kind of like a general discussion. Occasionally we have interviews with special guests. In one case with Nick Redfern, we continue the episode with After the PowerCast. To be able to listen to that show, you have to join the Paracast Plus, our subscription service. Go to plus.thepowercast.com, P-L-U-S.thepowercast.com. You'll learn how to sign up a modest monthly, annual, or five-year subscription rate. And if you subscribe for a year or more, we send you a copy of the ebook version of Stalking the Tricksters by Chris O'Brien. Buy it, buy it. No, no subliminal advertising there at all. Plus. <laughs> Plus not. I could hear you perfectly fine. <laughs> We're giving it away. How can they buy it? Plus.theparacast.com. You said bye. Marie Jones, thanks for joining us on the Paracast. Thank you guys for having me. It was great. Great conversation. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast. <laughs>